Please um, reflect as follow that uh, um, now I'm listening to these uh, teachings. Uh, the reason why I'm here and attending those teachings and receiving those teachings is uh, to be able to uh, lead all sentient beings who have been my kind uh, parents at a point or another uh, throughout the cycle of existence of samsara, uh, to lead all of them to uh, a temporary and ultimate happiness. And um, so uh, the text we're studying is the Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra, and which is presented into uh, four parts, and we are in the third one, which is the actual explanation of the treatise. Uh, this actual explanation of the treatise, there's uh, three sections as well. There's a uh, presentation of the body, that is, presentation of the different uh, sections together, and then this presentation of uh, the limbs, that is, each of the individual section, um, one by one. And then there's a concluding section, so we're in the second, the uh, individual presentation of each part. And uh, that is also presented in two parts. This first presentation of the uh, of the uh, of the result that is to be attained, that is uh, the three jewels, and then a presentation of four remaining sections, which uh, which are the way to uh, realize this, to actualize this fruition. So we are in the second, and uh, this second is presented into um, this uh, three parts. This first, the general presentation of each of the or um, of aspects which are common to uh, each of the four um, uh, points, and then individual presentation of each four. And then uh, the benefits. So we're in the second the individual presentation of each four, and um, which has four parts for each of the four points. And we're in the first one presentation of the Dharma Datu, which is presented in eight sections. And we are in the uh, um, 
the third, which is uh, the detailed explanation. Detailed explanation is presented in eight sections as well, which is, and we are in the seventh, presenting how it is uh, unchanging. And uh, this uh, section of how it is uh, unchanging is presented into uh, uh, two parts. There's first a brief presentation and then a detailed explanation. We are in the detailed explanation. The detailed explanation explains how there is no change in the fa phase of impurity then how there is no change in the phase of impurity and purity, and thirdly, how there is a change in the uh, phase of utter complete purity. So we're in this third one, which is how it is changing in the phase of utter complete purity, and uh, which is presented in two parts as well. There's a concise teaching on how it is changing and then a detailed explanation. So uh, we are now into the, the second, the detailed explanation of those aspects. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. เออเนี่ยเก็บบริษัทเดลายังสุมีเป็นนานนี่สุมบาดิเรอว่าสุมบาดิเรอว่าเดินดูงั้นชิ้นทำจารวาสุมเรอแล้วกองเกี่ยก
uh, which is which corresponds to verse uh, 83. Um, is that is that clear? Okay. So um, third, the uh, um, summary. Um, so the text is for uh, the affirmations that it is born and so on, respectively with the two lines below beginning because it has uh, inexhaustible qualities and again the two because it is equal to and the two because uh, by nature it is free and the two because it, is, it has unfabricated and so on it will be understood how the aspects of permanence and so on <coughs> apply to the uncompounded dharmadhatu um, as follows so uh, the um, here there's a the summary that uh, relates with the uh, with the uh, the explanation in the text the different points that are explained here and so for the um, affirmations or that it is not born and so on so not born is like not born not dwelling not ceasing and um, so they are explained in the uh, um, in the uh, in the for, uh, in the coming sections. And Mevamish explained that each two lines of the verse correspond to uh, one uh, of the, those qualities that were uh, that was discussed. And uh, the first that um, it um, um, so it is it doesn't uh, um, so the first one is that um, doesn't uh, doesn't arise. It's not uh, it's not uh, a birth. So that corresponds to uh, the two lines starting because it has in inexhaustible qualities in verse in verse eighty four, and then the uh, the next is uh, presenting um, how it doesn't. Um, um, doesn't cease uh, or, or perish, and that is correspond to the two lines in verse eighty-four, the two last lines starting with because it is equal to, and then the the quality of uh, corresponding to peace that it is uh, never altered, uh, correspond to the uh, um, <coughs> to the first two lines of the ver uh, of, uh, verse uh, stanza eighty-five, saying because by nature it is free. And then uh, the last two verses of uh, the stanza 85, starting with because it has uh, unfabricated and, uh, qualities and so on, then uh, correspond to the aspect of immutability. And so, uh, therefore, in this way, Mipamamashi um, shows how uh, the, uh, the next two uh, stanzas, 80, 84 and 85, uh, present each of the four qualities that uh, we've discussed and that... Uh, those um, uh, qualities of the unchangingness of uh, the Dharmadhatu that are uh, permanence, stability, peace, and immutability. Mm. <laughs> Tak 
呃，那个说的，这个是呢，没把钱都过来，是啊，他当，嗯，呃，那真正的没把的，可能啊，其实那个牌都，那出口生意的，呃，那个说的，搞方面把钱的，那出口生意的，没把钱，没把钱的，
for um, uh, for this is um, so what um, is going to be explained now is the first so for permanence and says that uh, because the Dharmakaya as the Dharmadhatu without residues possesses in- inexhaustible qualities so because this uh, it has the Dharmakaya has those inexhaustible qualities as uh, the Dharmadhatu without residues so therefore it does not change into something else and so it has this um, characteristic of permanence so that's the first quality the second is um, the stability and uh, it says because it is equal to the very final end of samsara um, it is the very entity of refuge for all beings the aspect of uh, stability and so therefore here um, it says that um, it has the, the Dharmakaya has this quality of stability because it is equal to the very final end of samsara. So that is, um, the uh, the Dharmakaya uh, will not, you know, kind of uh, stop or cease before uh, before samsara. It has, you know, it says that it is uh, equal mm-hmm. to the uh, uh, to the very end of samsara. That is, that as long as there is samsara, there will be also the Dharmakaya. And that the Dharmakaya is has this quality of a, of a stability or rea- reliability. <clears throat> that is because as long as there is samsara, then Dharmakaya is there as a refuge for sentient beings. So that is the uh, ultimate refuge, as was uh, explained uh, previously. Among the different objects of refuge, only the Buddha is the ultimate uh, refuge, the uh, reliable or stable refuge for sentient beings, because it is the only one that it is. Um, unchanging, and so has this uh, this quality, and so that that is uh, so the uh, so um, again it has the quality of uh, the Dhammaka has the quality of stability or reliability, because it is equal to the very end of uh, samsara. Tanisu number mitopi rongshingi chirna sisi. シビンデナオソレシワセネデタタニソカソレミトバソレダタニソセノデダカゼンウンコーデニソセネソンドワコーデニギタニエタタンデナジンサンニエンタンデデダカソシャチョウデナドワタナゴンドデギデンテオデコ
Then next, because by nature it is free from conceptual notions about the two extremes, it is reality without uh, the duality of existence and peace, and has the aspect of peace. So the next quality is uh, peace of uh, uh, the great peace of pacification, and so it is the Dharmakaya <coughs> is said to be uh, this utter peace of uh, pacification because it is. Um, it says uh, by nature it is free from conceptual notions about the two extremes. And so it is uh, without the uh, the dualities beyond this duality of uh, existence, samsaric <coughs> existence, and the peace of nirvana. So being be, uh, beyond all the uh, the uh, the conceptual extremes of existence and non-existence, about the conceptual extremes of um, of, of uh, nirvana and uh, samsara, it is uh, complete peace, complete pacification. And mm, the fourth. Uh, quality or characteristics is that because it possesses qualities which are uncompounded and not fabricated from substantial and conditioning causes <coughs> it is stable and truly imperishable possessing the aspect of immutability so the fourth quality is immutability and the Dhammakaya is said to be immutable because it has those uh, qualities of um, it is uh, not compounded by uh, causes and condition it is uh, the qualities of the uh, uh, of the Dharmakaya, all these aspects, none of them arise due to uh, causes and conditions. They are not compounded by uh, causes and conditions. And so therefore, it is uh, completely um, immutable. Then あ、かんぎ、ランシンラ、サムロタワイナ、ロア、ランシンラ、サムロタワイナ、中国団で人生ばだ。で、え、うん、あ、パビ、デンバ。せないで、パビ、だ、デンダンビ、デンバ、せ
呃，人的比娘人的地方，他娘的他做饭的呀，那他说的看不见下午有的说，对不对？去过地心线吧，跑不掉吧，娘的是那地方吧，是啊，因为别，别，那明天那么长，咱们一般离钱，你妈当，我
in the same way this uh, so that is at the level uh, when uh, reaching upon liberation then the name that is given it is uh, to the element the way it is called is uh, dharmakaya of uh, all the buddhas then um, this um, this same element is also called uh, tathagata also uh, that refers to the same thing the tathagata that refers also to this element um, it uh, refers also to the uh, mm, to the uh, the noble truth, and uh, so that is uh, the noble truth that is the truth as uh, perceived by the noble beings, and that is uh, the um, absolute truth. And then it refers also to the uh, to the nirvana, that is at the level of uh, fruition. Also, we talk about nirvana. And so these are uh, different terms that are used in order to refer to the same thing, to the element. And when we talk about the nirvana, that relates to what um, Nipam Rinpoche explained as a kind of appendix, uh, extra discussion in his uh, Sangingaro, in the Lion's Row, where he, uh, he showed how there is only one ultimate vehicle, you know, this discussion of one ultimate vehicle, and that is as presented by um, and that comes down to that, to this um, ultimate fruition of uh, of nirvana, and as presented so as, as the great masters uh, uh, Nagarjuna and Asanga. So um, I've explained it, I've presented this. And so. Oh, sorry, that was uh, Nagarjuna and uh, Maitreya. Sorry. Mm. あれ、自分で、だってな、彼氏、え、住んでるせな。だってそう、だんだん自分じゃばこんで、そうさんで、で、てね、え、信号が。ああ。だってね、30 三月で、まだ三月で、まだ何年でも迷うそばで、というので、何年でも、ちょっと、何年でしようで、手は面ばでないや。だって、人中に、何年でしようで、何年でしようで、手は面ばで、何年でしようで、何年でしようで、手は面
ニャンネルでばチェニバセナレタタルトゲカソリニャンディナサンジェコナインゴゴレスラタンダうんあニントヨタンアランゲルギタニャンディテバメンビニャンディスミチナヨヨレテギナディズタネガブゲシャゴ
vehicle you know is based on this based on the fact that actually this um, uh, the uh, uh, the dhammakaya the tathagata the um, absolute truth the nirvana are the uh, the same things one um, this one ultimate uh, nirvana here when we talk about nirvana also we need to understand that this is uh, the ultimate uh, fruition that is the nirvana the of the mahayana because there's also the nirvana of the uh, the shravakas and the nirvana of the pratika buddhas that they reach when they reach their uh, state of arthood without a uh, remainder and so uh, but here um, so the ultimate uh, fruition the ultimate nirvana is the nirvana of the mahayana and it's just one single ultimate uh, nirvana and because of that because there's a connection between the path that is used in order to reach the fruition and the fruition itself there's a an obvious you know there need to be a connection between the, between the two between the path that leads to that fruition and that fruition since there is one single ultimate fruition the uh, this um, ultimate nirvana there is also uh, one ultimate <coughs> single vehicle so and so this is what is expressed here when it says that the uh, um um the uh, uh the ultimate nirvana and uh the dharmakaya which are inseparable uh, uh inseparable from their qualities um it says that they are not different from buddhahood and actually apart from buddhahood there is no uh, true uh, nirvana so nirvana is uh is the buddha is the um uh, the tathagata is uh, the dharmakaya is the absolute truth um then um the next section is uh the detailed explanation so in the detailed explanation is a uh, first uh detailed explanation of uh the synonyms and then there is detailed explanation of uh the essence of the topic of the uh what is um, actually discussed the object itself and then uh <coughs> analogy that is used to reach certainty so first the detailed explanation of the synonyms and first uh so it has two sections as well there is first it is uh, it says it is taught using four terms as there are uh, four meanings and then uh, the second section is uh, explanation combining them with their meanings and so the um first it is taught using four terms as there are four meanings it says in brief the undefiled dhammadatu the tathagata gaba has four distinct um aspects categorized by divisions that will be explained in the verse that follows starting with buddha and his inseparable qualities um so and so on which are set out and can be recognized as the four synonyms uh, dhammakaya and so on and so um as was just presented in uh, the brief um account using the terms then uh, there are uh, four terms that are used in order to refer to the element called uh, so there's the uh, tamadatu tatagata um um the uh, um absolute truth and uh, the nirvana so those uh, four synonyms refer to the uh, uh to the uh, to the same thing to the element 
and the uh, the next uh, verse so we'll uh, show how this uh, relate to four different meanings え、南南エルメバイギチャネチュゴスラ、うん、カムデラ、ダサンジギチュカルシャゴレセナ、トブラソベ、トブチュミジボシラソブラワ、ダデゾ、カムコランギテンドイエニ、ランチェスユデバレ
So what are they? From the point of view of the Buddha's qualities, such as the strength and so on, being inseparable, it is called the Dharmakaya, the body of uh, qualities. So here, um, so again, we're going to see how they relate to the uh, to those different uh, qualities, what they refer to, keeping in mind that those are uh, synonyms in the sense that the object that is discussed is uh, is the same, but then it is uh, just a different uh, kind of a, uh, features or aspects which are distinguished conceptually. So there are uh, different conceptual distinctions on the basis of the same um, the same thing, the same object. So the first, so the uh, uh, from um, if we look at the uh, the aspect of the Buddha's qualities that manifest at enlightenment. So the uh, uh, fully enlightened Buddha has all those qualities that has, such as the ten strength and so on. And so uh, those uh, so uh, qualities which are, um, and the element is uh, never separated from them, this indivisible primordially uh, present qualities, uh, from that point of view, then we talk about Dharmakaya. So... Um, that is the uh, the first body of uh, uh, of dharma or body of, of qualities dharmakaya. The second is from the point of view of the affinity uh, for that Buddhahood which has been present without a beginning, being again uh, being attained or made manifest, just as it is. It is called tathagata, gone to suchness. So, the the second context in which uh, the um, we talk about this element is um, in the case of reaching Buddhahood. So, um, sentient beings have uh, when we consider that sentient beings have this uh, this gotra, this affinity, this potential for Buddhahood, and which is when it is um, unimpeded, when there's no uh, obstacle, then it uh, manifests fully as uh, as Buddhahood, and so uh, sentient beings so um, actualize it as it is. Um, and or um, that is mean they they obtain uh, Buddhahood or they obtain this full potential or it means also that it becomes manifest. So he says, you know, uh, which has uh, this affinity for Buddhahood, which has been present without a beginning, uh, being attained or made manifest. So that is, you know, either you know you can say you attain Buddhahood or you talk about, you know. Uh, this uh, potential becoming manifest, fully manifest. That's the same thing. And what, and in this context, so uh, we talk about, we call it uh, tathagata. That is when, when this potential becomes fully manifest, then this is a tathagata. This is a Buddha. Tathagata means uh, this different translation, uh, the thus gone ones and whatever. Here it says gone to suchness, meaning deshin means as it is. So uh, meaning that this. Um, uh, gotra um, is uh, actualized, made manifest, is exactly as it is, exactly the way it has always been. It has always been like that, and just just as it is now, it manifests, and so that's why it is gone to um, as it isness, gone to suchness or uh, tathagata. Um, next is being. Uh, the never false and always undeceiving and unchanging natural state or ultimate nature that has become the purview of the noble ones, it is the absolute truth. So, also, um, another aspect of, um, of this element is that it is, 
not something that uh, we can uh, um, know ourselves without um, valid cognition. It is something which is an object of uh, perception, of uh, object of experience, of uh, noble beings. And so that's why it's called um, absolute truth or dundam. Uh, Dun is like the, uh, um, you know, can be translated as meaning, can be translated as object, can be translated as reality. And dham means like in uh, like in uh, authentic or uh, genuine. Um, so that is um, sometimes it is translated as the genuine meaning or authentic reality or uh, absolute truth. So dhandam. And so this is um, because this is what is perceived by the noble ones, the rich, you know, having uh, purified uh, obscuration, are able to uh, to realize it, to see it, and um, it is uh, so. The way they see it, you know, so this is in that, you know, it is, it is true. It is, um, that uh, shows this, um, 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 yes, uh, how it is. Because from our perspective, since we cannot perceive it, you know, as it is, we can't experience it as it is. So therefore for us, it's like, it's almost like, you know, it's false. It's not, it's not like that. It is, um, it is, uh, it, it is, it is not like this uh, ultimate genuine kind of a, uh, Reality, but from the perspective of the Aryas, those noble beings are able to perceive it as it is, and so because of that, then it is called um, absolute truth or um, authentic uh, meaning, genuine reality. <coughs> so that's the um, the uh, mm-hmm. so uh, the reason is that it is the uh, um, the the <laughs> so the uh, this is so it is so basically the reason Cambodia uh, is clarifying is that it is because it is true for uh, those noble beings and so that is why it is called. Uh, Dhundam, or uh, absolute truth, or rather genuine, uh, you know, meaning that. Um, since uh, being primordially and by nature uh, utterly pure, it is completely at peace from all adventitious defilement, and it is uh, nirvana beyond suffering. Um, <laughs> so, rather that could read since being primordially by nature utterly pure and completely at peace from all adventitious defilement um, it is nirvana this beyond suffering that is you know not only it is uh, is it primordially pure um, as we know but also it is um, free of, of all adventitious defilement and so therefore it is called this uh, nirvana which is beyond suffering or, or beyond uh, or, or endowed with the two types of purity, the uh, the primordial uh, purity and the purity that is the freedom from the adventitious defilement, and so uh, basically, in a different um, context, uh, on different uh, occasions, we are talking about this uh, same element with uh, or we using we are using different terms in order to refer to. Uh, this uh, same element. So it's just a difference in terms of um, 
context uh, uh, or perspective from which we are uh, talking about this uh, the same thing, this uh, this element. And so that's why sometimes uh, it is called uh, the Dharmakaya, that from the point of view of all those qualities manifest at enlightenment. Uh, sometimes it is called the Tathagata, from the point of view of reaching the uh, uh, kind of uh, the, 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 the fruition. From um, then, and it is called also the uh, um, absolute truth or uh, genuine reality from uh, the point of view of uh, being the object of perception of ordinary uh, of uh, sorry of aryas of noble beings, and um, then it is from the point of view of being uh, endowed with the two types of purity, then it is called uh, nirvana. Mm Dunging 
Um, so, the next section is the detailed explanation of the essence of the topic, or that is. So uh, first, we discuss the uh, the four different terms that are used in order to refer to uh, to the element and to this same uh, same thing uh, has this uh, same essence. And so now we are seeing in this section uh, what it is uh, this um, so um, this thing that is referred by those um, four terms. So first is a detailed explanation of uh, there not being two things, and then the detailed explanation of liberation and nirvana. So. Um, so first the detailed explanation of there not being two things enlightenment in which is manifest the wisdom that is complete in its uh, direct knowledge of all aspects of the true nature of things and of things in their multiplicity is called Buddhahood being read of adventitious defilements along with their habitual tendencies is called Nirvana so Buddhahood which is the term given to realization's ultimate extent and Nirvana the term for readings ultimate extent in absolute truth are not two separate things in the nature of the one element so this um those uh, those term we talk about you know the the buddha or um in english it comes as buddhahood or enlightenment and um and then we talk about nirvana and here so uh, in this section then in this verse um showing how actually those are not two different things, mm-hmm. explaining this. And um, it says, because there's those two aspects, you know, to, to enlightenment. There's the aspect of um, realization, actualizing the aspect of wisdom, that is realizing the omniscient wisdom of the Buddha with the, uh, um, um, the its two aspects of knowing things in their uh, nature and things knowing things in their multiplicity. <laughs> so there's those two um those uh, those two aspects of, uh, of of the wisdom, and so from the point of view of the aspect of realization of the sorry sorry so there's um, there's two aspects the aspect of wisdom and that is realized and the aspect of the uh, uh, obscuration that are eliminated so aspect of realization and aspect of elimination in terms of the realization of wisdom so the wisdom has uh, those two aspects of um, knowing things in their uh, nature knowing things in their multiplicity and so when those two aspects are actualized then we talk about enlightenment we talk about buddhahood we talk about buddha uh, so it's more from that pers- perspective that we use the term buddha whereas when um, the term nirvana is more used from the perspective of the elimination of uh, the obscuration so this is um, just it refers to the same thing but it's just uh, you know from which perspective we're talking and if we put if the emphasis is more on the you know the aspect of realization of these uh, twofold uh, omniscience, then we talk about uh, enlightenment, we talk about Buddha, we talk about Buddhahood, and when it is more from the point, uh, perspective of the uh, elimination, then talk about Nirvana. But keeping in mind that actually at the level of the Dharmakaya itself, at the level of the uh, of the element, then the they are. Um, both aspects are complete. Both aspects of realization and elimination are fully complete. So it's just, uh, it's more from the which perspective we're talking, but not a difference in terms at the level of the Dharmakaya itself. Yeah? 
对对对，那么他们这边是用的，呃，娘的，那上级的，谁举办的？上级，呃，上级的啥啦？云端啦，什么单位呢？那边嘛是叫七十一所的，这他的，那云端的这嘛，什么嘛，啊，个所的，云端
uh, uh, they are all completely present, fully present, all the qualities with none missing. That's the first one. The second is that they are countless. The third, uh, third is they are inconceivable, and they are undefiled. It's the next one, and there's also the fact that uh, liberation is um, ever inseparable from those qualities. So, um, first, uh, so they are um, in all their aspect uh, complete. So um, that is um, all the qualities. There's uh, an incredibly vast uh, number of qualities. But they are all um, always complete at the liberation. All those uh, qualities are fully, uh, fully complete, fully complete without uh, a single one missing. So that's the first one. So um, second, it is impossible to count as uh, any distinct number being infinite. So that's the second that there are uh, countless or um, there are those infinite uh, qualities. Uh, which are uh, each uh, very um, it says um, hmm hmm Um, so it is impossible to count as any distinct uh, number. So this um, clear count or distinct number that is that all those qualities. So the the thing is, the all those qualities. So. Uh, uh, it's not that they are kind of. It's not so clear where the qualities are or how they are. You know, there's a. They are all you know very distinct and clear from one another. You can say, oh, this is this one quality. This is this other qualities. But yet they are. You know, in uh, the number is so vast that they are. Uh, um, cannot be count. So uh, there's not this. Um, so the. Uh, um, those. Um, yeah. Clear number of uh, qualities or those uh, distinct uh, qualities. Um, the number of those distinct qualities cannot be, um, how do you say, uh, fathomed. Um, so that's the um, the second uh, aspect that they are uh, countless, and um, the um, third is that. Um, it is uh, a profound, and so um, and so its um, uh, liberation is profound, and um, all the qualities um, are profound, and their depth hard to uh, fathom. So uh, that's why it is said to be 
uh, inconceivable. So liberation is inconceivable because uh, it is um, incredibly uh, profound and uh, impossible for us to uh, to evaluate, to have a, an idea of. And actually, uh, even you know, even for tenth Bhumi Bodhisattvas, the qualities of the Buddha is not something that they can fully appreciate. So, um, and this is what uh, Chandrakirti uh, saying in the. Uh, in the uh, Majjhimika Vatara, uh, explained that you know showed that clearly that even the uh, so for a tenth Bhumi Bodhisattva those qualities are um, unfathomable and so that's why they said also to be so one of uh, another characteristic of liberation is to be inconceivable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bachelon <laughs> Sammigi Sangi, it is um, completely purified of the two obscurations together with their tendencies, and so therefore it is um, undefiled. So um, a nice quality of a liberation is this aspect of being untainted or undefiled. That is, is not um, uh, the slightest uh, residue of uh, of obscuration. Um, so, which is, um, you know, even for, again, for 10th Bhumi Bodhisattvas, they have incredible qualities, but those qualities are still uh, mixed with impurity. There's still some aspect of the uh, of, of the obscurations, of their um, uh, habitual tendencies that are still there. But the, uh, the ad- uh, liberation, those qualities are completely fully free. The, uh, the liberation is free from all the, uh, from all obscurations, completely pure. And so, Says then, as the uh, as the uncontaminated dharmadhatu, liberation is inseparable from those qualities. 
And so, and this liberation, in terms of being the manifest realization of suchness, is also called uh, Tathagata. So, it says, as the uncontaminated Adama Datu, liberation is uh, inseparable from those qualities. So, which means that the uh, liberation is always, uh, is, you know, the uh, uncom- uh, un- uncontaminated, the untainted uh, Dharma Datu. That's what uh, liberation is. And as such, it is uh, always ever endowed with all those qualities, never uh, separated uh, from those qualities. So that is the, um, um, so this aspect also of uh, inseparability. So again, as the uncontaminated Dhammadatu, liberation is inseparable from those qualities. And then, uh, this uh, liberation, in terms of being manifest, the manifest realization of suchness, is also called the Tathagata. And so, what we call liberation, what we just explained, is uh, liberation endowed with the uh, with the qualities, the qua- characteristic that we just mentioned, can also be called Tathagata or uh, Buddha Tathagata means um, because of, you know, going to, um, to suchness, say. so that means actualizing, you know, uh, things as it is, as they are always been, and so uh, um, actualizing that, so that is this aspect of, says, manifest realization, or realizing uh, when uh, the realization of things as they are becomes manifest, then uh, we talk about it in terms of Tathagata, we use the term Tathagata for it. Mm. Tasumba Tombi え、ベレ。ジムイペイニャバチャワソン。え、デイペイジタナ、ジモンジバチェバ。コイエンラソ、シェンダン、シェンジェジェ、コナラ、え、ケバンタ。カンシ、ランリンラ、カンディシェバティ
So, next is analogies to make it certain. What is it that we are going to make certain by these analogies? Well, that is what we just discussed here, saying that um, the uh, Dharma Datu is uh, inseparable from those qualities. All those qualities are ever inseparable from uh, the Dharma Datu. And so the qualities that we mentioned, that, that all the qualities are uh, all present in all their aspects, that they are countless, that they are inconceivable, that they are undefiled. So those uh, four qualities says, so the Dharma Dhatu is always inseparable from, um, from those qualities. And so this is, um, now we are going to use an example in order to, to show this, to show how the, it is that the Dharma Dhatu is always um, uh, is never separated from those uh, qualities. It is inseparable from those quali- uh, qualities. And so there's uh, um, two analogies. First, the analogy of the painting, and then the analogy of the sun. So, first, the analogy of the painting. As an analogy for that, imagine some portrait artists, each of whom has a different expertise in portraying only one part of the body. Each different whether the head, limbs, and so on, but lacks skill or does not know how to draw any other features besides a specialized area. This being the case, the king, their ruler, then gives them um, a canvas 
and then command on this ca canvas all you artists portray the perfect likeness of me um, the king so then hearing his instructions they start to work each drawing the part he knows how upon the portrait um, so, um, and of those making progress on the portrait one of the artists leaves for another country and because uh, the one so this is the one who have to um, draw the head so then he, so even though so all the others have you know done their work but still we have a portrait of the king without the, the head and so uh, just to uh, sum it up so we have all those artists you know to draw a different part and then you know the, the king asked them to draw uh, uh, his portrait, which, uh, of course, you know, they have to kind of comply with the order. And, but then it happens uh, so that the one who knows how to draw the head travels um, out of town. And so um, they can't uh, draw finish his part of the work. So that is the, uh, the example. And uh, this example, is uh, this analogy, is uh, taken from the sutra requested by uh, Ratnakuda. And um, so the explanation that comes. เออนั่นดีนะดีวัดเจ็บบ่ตาบ่กางอีบานีเอ่อจินดังซุจุมเซวาลาสอกาตาเดินละจารวงดิซานจีกีกุดซานจีกีเยนดึนดีไลยาด
complete portrait the ultimate Dharmakaya, emptiness, supreme in all its aspects, which are those means, uh, meaning that without any of those means missing, so it's described. So, so there are um, those two aspects in order to um, to actualize the uh, the fruition, the aspect of uh, the skillful means and the aspect of uh, wisdom. So those two needs to be present at the level of uh, fruition. Those aspects are called uh, appearance and emptiness, respectively. So that appearance corresponds to the aspect of skillful means and uh, the um, empty uh, emptiness aspect of uh, basic space correspond to uh, the aspect of wisdom, and so uh, this needs to be cons uh, complete. And so, here in the uh, in the example in the story we just mentioned, what uh, the artists for the different features represent are uh, the different. Uh, uh, qualities, the different uh, skillful means that are used uh, on the path, uh, generosity, discipline, uh, patience, diligence, concentration, wisdom. And so those are the different um, aspect means that are used in order to um, to, to reach to the, uh, to the complete uh, fruition. And so um, this um, so so for the for the complete portrait then you need to have all the aspects and so uh, the complete portrait is uh, the ultimate uh, dharmakaya the uh, emptiness supreme in all its aspects and so this is what is uh, illustrated that that is the complete portrait and the portrait is complete when you know all the artists can uh, draw their parts when all the parts are complete and so it is the same here uh, when all the qualities are complete then uh, then it is uh, actually the uh, the dharmadhatu complete in all its aspects uh, the, uh, the dharmakaya but then if they are not complete then um, it's missing uh, something missing and that doesn't correspond to the Dharmakaya. So here, uh, just to... So, when we talk about, you know, means and wisdom, um, so it is, it refers both to um, the means to reach the ultimate fruition and the qualities of uh, this ultimate fruition, uh, those uh, aspects of uh, diligence, patience, and so on. And so they are both the means to reach this ultimate fruition of the Dharmakaya and uh, qualities of the Dharmakaya itself, and which is uh, going to be explained now in the... Uh, Ni, 
ดีสุยงสุโจบะตะรีมุชินโดอ่าตะตะลัมลัสมะตองเนี่ยทับกายรุมะสมะตองเนี่ยนะตะตะบิชุกุตะตุตุกมาเรสอเนี่ยเอ
so if one of the artists is missing, so the portrait cannot be uh, cannot be drawn, and it is the same also with the uh, if one of the means to reach the ultimate uh, uh, dharmakaya is missing, then this um, uh, the result the fruition cannot be attained. You need all the means uh, to uh, attain this fruition. And so this uh, fruition also is uh, endowed with all its qualities. It says that there's uh, you can't have an aspect without the other. It says also that thus the uh, the readance or the elimination of the obscuration and the realization realization of wisdom. You can't have one without the other. Of realizing all the wisdom without having eliminated any obscuration. The um, the qualities and the nirvana. The the nirvana is always uh, endowed with those qualities. You can't have the nirvana without the qualities and um, emptiness and appearance and so uh, in the same way this aspect of basic space and the aspect of appearance um, so they cannot uh, be separated uh, from one another um, in the same way so that is um, and that is um, to explain this in the so campus that's my own uh, personal uh, feeling here I'm, I'm, I'm sharing if we start you know thinking a little bit about this example and how um, to to understand it that le um, that the um, the Dharmakaya uh, or the the king would correspond to the Dharmakaya yeah the king would be uh, uh, in the example correspond to the Dharmakaya and the uh, the aspect of um, <coughs> Dhammadatu, Dhammadatu. Um, so the uh, the king is the Dhammadatu, the aspect <laughs> of the Dhammadatu, and the aspect of appearance, uh, so correspond to the uh, uh, to the artist, and for the artist uh, to be able to draw the portrait of the king, they need to be a king to draw. Without you know, in the absence of the king, they can't draw the portrait of the king, can't they? So um, so that is. But, uh, without the Dhammakaya, the Dhammadatu, then you, there can't be also the aspect of appearances. And also, you can't have um, the king can't have his portrait drawn in the absence of the artist. If you just have the king without the artist, then you know can't be also the uh, the portrait. And so, therefore, uh, you need also to have um, the uh, if there's uh, together with the aspect of appearance, there's the aspect of uh, basic space as well. And so those two aspects, uh, basic space, uh, which correspond to the king, and the um, aspect of appearance, which correspond to the artist, draw the, the portrait of the king. And so um, as in this example, if, really, you know, if we start to, to think about it, and we see how actually you can't have one without the, uh, the other. So uh, that's uh, my feeling about this. Just um, if the king is the Dharma Datu mm -hmm. and the artist is the appearance, mm -hmm. then is the portrait the Dharmakaya? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's right. The Dharmakaya is the union of uh, the, to the indivisible uh, unity of uh, the. Uh, Mm. Uh, 
again here this is just you know when we think about it and so in our mind we can make those kind of distinctions you know that you have like the dharmakaya on one side and then the the basic space but actually uh, in reality they are indivisible yeah? it's just a, a way to to make some kind of conceptual distinctions you actually had a question yesterday uh, um, it was said that um, the Thanatas had a post meditation I was a little bit confused by that is that the case? you corrected that in the huh? you corrected that? yeah oh Is there a distinction between Dhammaka and Dhammada to in verse 86? And 87. And 87. Okay. Mm. 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 <laughs> that's the uh, approach that's right you know as uh, the moment this concept arrives they're liberated okay. <laughs> <laughs> something you can't get the full portrait right so but I mean what is the other country like this kind of fashion yeah I mean it's the idea that if you're missing one of the aspects of skillful means such as generosity, discipline, so forth, that you don't get a full portrait. Is that the analogy? I don't quite understand. Pedinatinajika. <coughs> 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 
তিনি দেবক তবি মারেস ওদিটা কো করে বেশ থাব মাছানায় দেব তবি মারেলা থাব মাছানায় তিনটি চেয়ে সিগি মারে থাকি দেবু দিলা তিনি মাছাঙে জিবার Well, it ref- yeah when the example of so the the artist uh, is one artist living so that means that yeah if you don't have all the 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 means the skillful means that you can't reach the uh, the fruition but it also means that uh, the uh, um, the fruition itself is not uh, possible that is that this you know this Dhammakaya which is the Dhammakaya is paramodially endowed with all the skillful means you know all the means are you know already present in it so if there's a some means missing then that means it's not the Dhammakaya or some you know there's just two aspects the aspect of like you know taking more on the kind of causal way where you have you know like on the path if you don't have you know all the causes then you don't have the result but uh, also at the level of the dharmakaya itself also if you don't have all the qualities and you know skillful means are you know qualities of the dharmakaya then you don't have the the full picture you don't have the actual dharmakaya there Uh. So yeah, what the king should have done is just you know just order them to stay in the in the in the palace until they finish their work you know and then they would have had this this problem you know <laughs> so just a, a reminder that uh, there's no class tomorrow, yeah? But then uh, we'll uh, have the day after tomorrow there'll be class, yeah? Campo has to leave tomorrow. Today's weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> no, Chegar a ti, balando, vai, exibindo, lendo, ando, vai,